Wordsworth himself, in terms of popularity, was growing as the 19th century developed. He sold far more copies, say, in the 1870s and 80s than he ever did during his lifetime. So towards the end of the 19th century, this realisation of the importance of Dove Cottage, the growing importance of Wordsworth and the growing readership of Wordsworth, and the fact that at that time that houses were being recognised for their cultural importance, Shakespeare, Milton, we know, it seemed to come together that Dove Cottage should be preserved for posterity, should be preserved, as the trustee said, for lovers of English poetry all over the world. And so, in 1891, the cottage was opened, and it's been open to visitors ever since. I think the lasting attraction of Dove Cottage and of Wordsworth and his poetry is very much linked to Wordsworth's identity as a national poet and especially an English poet. Um, this is a very English cottage when you look at it, and it, it lies in the heart of the Lake District, one of our most beautiful regions. At the end of the Guide to the Lakes, Wordsworth makes this, this call for uh, a national park system which is then set up um, by those who come after him. And it's Wordsworthians who, who first established the National Trust and this idea of preserving a landscape. There's no question that the need to preserve a landscape is very important for Wordsworth and for his poetry. Um, and we've seen that with poems like Michael, where we can go back and revisit that site, which we wouldn't be able to do if, if the National Park wasn't here preserving it. 200 years later, his poetry still resonates within the landscape. It is in truth an utter solitude, nor should I have made mention of this dell, but for, but for one, one object, object which you which might, might pass, pass by, might see and notice not. Beside the brook there is a straggling heap of unhewn stones, and to that place a story appertains. Mm.